0: Welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KOKC Radio. I am your host, Sean Fry. Got a very special, very fun guest for you guys this week. It is Tim Everson, the Kansas State Athletics beat writer for the Manhattan Mercury, the hometown paper of Kansas State. Tim Everson, the sports editor there, joining us. Tim, how are we doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Sean. How are you doing?
0: I am doing all right. Hey, so... Uh, you and I got close or at least got friendly with each other when you were the sports editor at the Iola Register. So an, an S.E.K. guy going up doing big things at the Manhattan Mercury. I, I kind of wanted to open with a question of how, obviously when you work at, in a place like Iola, where you know, the, big, the quote-unquote biggest place you covered in terms of level was Allen Community College uh, and now you're covering Big 12 Athletics. Uh, obviously there's going to be a lot more red tape. You have a robust sports information department to navigate versus essentially just walking into practice and saying, what's up? Uh, How do the kind of the the two gigs compare? Obviously one's going to be, you're probably getting more eyes on one. You probably, it's a, it's a bigger job, but at the same time, I'm curious just from a journalist perspective, navigating the red tape versus being in a lower, being in a less scrutinized environment. I just kind of want to get your take on that.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, you know, each one kind of has its advantages. Um, at the register, um, it was kind of nice um, because we were kind of the only game in town for body schools in that area, and then Allen County Community College. So it's uh, you know we're the story happens. We're we're the ones that are on it. We're the ones that are you know getting all the all the traffic. You're not competing with five or six different you know outlets. Um, for stories, um, and that's nice, and you really kind of get to get to know the coaches and the players on a, on a maybe a more intimate level than than you do at the uh, power five uh, <laughs> school level. But I mean, you know, when you're covering K State, that's it's a it's a different. You're covering K State. Uh, it's a different. It's a
0: it's a different prestige.
1: Yeah, it's that, and it's also. Uh, you, you you do have more eyes on your stuff. You have more people reading. You you kind of um, I don't know. There's there's more of a buzz to it. Um, I think there are more kind of amenities involved. There's some you know having to getting to sit in a press box and and cover a game is is a lot a lot more fun than having to stand on the sideline and take <laughs> pictures and take notes and uh, just do be, be a one man band. Um, While well that, I mean, it's certainly character building, and it's. Uh, I, t-
0: uh, I, I take I per- take I take that personally, Tim.
1: <laughs> I, 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 it's not a bad you know not not a bad thing at all, and, and the people that are able to pull it off, I you know I have nothing but respect for it because it's one of the hardest things to uh, to have to do, and then people who haven't done it will just never understand how difficult it is if you're the, if you're the person that is writing the stories. Taking the pictures, designing the pages, and doing doing everything that is a it's a, it's kind of a different level of of reporting that you're doing, and it's uh, I I don't miss it because it's a lot of work, <laughs> uh, but um, it's 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 certainly the people that still do it and still have to do it nothing but but respect because it is a it can be a grind, especially during this time of the year where yeah. uh, depending on where you're at, you're you're covering both fall and uh, winter sports at the same time.
0: Oh, I loved covering the basketball, the college basketball opener at Lebec Community College and playoff football in the same week. Don't worry, that was a fun, that's a fun time.
1: And and Juco basketball starts so early. It (laughs) does. That that always was a bummer.
0: November, (laughs) November 1, they're ready to go. Yeah, um, don't don't love that. <laughs> uh, one, so you brought up something that's interesting, which is the fact of you're competing with so many outlets as the Manhattan Mercury. You're competing with so many outlets uh, for eyes when you're covering Kansas State athletics, and then you know de facto the Big Twelve and. And college athletics in general at the Power Five level. How do you, how have you kind of, what are discussions you've had internally versus ideas that you've had to maybe stand out a little bit in, in what is an always evolving landscape? I know you've, you've got Go Power Cat to deal with, uh, you know, Rivals, 247 Sports. Uh, you've got SB Nation, I believe, has a dedicated K State site. You have ESPN that'll come Aubrey, in and cover the Aubrey games. Now,
1: all day. ESPN, Wichita Eagles, PPM yeah. Journal. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got a. It's a, it's a, it's a full media room every week. Um, I think that one of the bigger things that I found is like, I mean, football and men's basketball it's just, it's, it's tough because mm-hmm. those are the ones that everyone goes to. But if you can really kind of hone and get good coverage of the smaller stuff. If you can really get good women's basketball coverage, if you can get good volleyball coverage, good baseball coverage, if you can find a way to make sure that you're getting in cross-country and track Mm -hmm. and golf, the stuff that those other publications that I mainly focus on, football and men's basketball, don't get in um, sometimes at all or maybe on a very limited basis. Um, it's certainly a way to kind of set yourself apart. You have all of the, the football and men's basketball stuff, but just kind of knowing that while you're going to be able to offer a lot of the same things, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's very tough to be like, well, I'm going to give someone something completely different, even though we're, you know, there's 10 of us listening to the same press conference and talking to the same players and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's... It, you know, you want to give people the the, the a, a good uh, a good overview of football and men's basketball, and, and make sure that that's covered to its fullest, just like everyone else does. But if you can get the other K State sports in there, you're gonna that's that's something that we can offer that maybe only the collegiate, the Kansas state student newspaper, um, can can offer, and even then. It just kind of depends on, on what they have going on that semester.
0: No offense to the Collegian, I think the Collegian. We're, I think we're, you and I are both alums of the Collegian, so we're not. We're, we're this is a compliment. They do a good job, I think, of getting K State student eyes on their stuff. But the Manhattan, Pop- but outside of that, it's going to be tough to get. Uh, it's going to be tough right. to get. You know, longtime residents to pick up the Collegian, so to speak. Yes. Uh, one thing, and I mean this as a compliment, and we're going to lead in, and this is what I want to lead in. Uh-huh. We'll talk about a lot of K State athletics. I I think you've done a fantastic. You and and Mercury have done a fantastic job, especially over the last few years of covering women's basketball. Uh, Obviously, you know, gender equity across sports is an evolving topic that is gaining more steam over the last few years. It's kind of part of this reckoning that we're facing, and I think us in the media we've recognized that. Okay, well, we need to we need to cover these sports more, cover them more equitably. That's all part of the equation. I think you've done a fantastic job. Uh, over there at K-State and covering women's basketball. I know more about the women's basketball team at K-State now than I did when I was a manager for the men's basketball team there for four years. And that is certain that, – that's my fault. I want everybody to be – that is my fault. I was, I was a young man who was not – who did not have the same perspective and values that I do now. Uh, but that is my fault but at the same time, you the way your coverage has been, it is you know it keeps me informed. And let's lead in right into a lot of big things have happened with K State athletics. Over it's been a fun week at K State. Over really a fun couple weeks at K State over the last few weeks. I think the biggest individual game that happened over the last few weeks was the K-State women's basketball team upsetting number 4 Iowa in Manhattan big game with a lot of emotional strings attached we see both teams wearing shirts honoring Ava Jones uh, the girl at you're going to have to remind me where she goes to high school Nickerson uh, I think Nickerson is my, Nickerson. Yeah, Nickerson yep Ava Jones, a girl out of Nickerson High School who was committed to Iowa, uh, got hit by a drunk driver. I believe so. If I, uh, correct me if anything's wrong along the way, but got hit and by lost a. Dr-
1: her, lost her father in that car
0: accident. Lost her father in a car wreck. They were standing on the sidewalk at a basketball at an AAU tournament in Louisville. They were not in a car. A car swerved off the road. The driver was intoxicated, inebriated to some degree. Uh, lost her father in that accident. She's been on a long road to recovery. Uh, and uh, Iowa still honoring her scholarship. She's a senior at Nickerson this year. Iowa intends to honor her scholarship, have her be a part of the team. I, call me a romantic. I don't think it's going to be surprising if she ends up playing for getting on the floor and playing for Iowa at some point in years down the road. But. That win for K-State, beating number 4 Iowa with Caitlin Clark on the floor until the very end. Obviously, a big news that she gets hurt at the end of the game. Caitlin Clark, reigning player of the year in the country. And K-State does this without Ioka Lee, the girl who set the single-season scoring record in NCAA women's basketball with 61 points against a ranked Oklahoma team last year. She's out for the year with an injury. Tell me about that game. That was on the back end of a doubleheader in Bramwich Coliseum. K-State women looking good early.
1: They, I mean, they, they seem to be figuring out they got they got weapons. They can shoot the ball, um, and that's what they're going to need to have, especially, you know, when you have a workhorse like Iokalee go down, um, and you kind of have that void, that just points void. Uh, you got to have someone to, to step up and, 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 and make shots, and they brought in some, some key transfers. Uh, Gabby Gregory, and they brought in from Oklahoma. And she's kind of stepped right in and, and kind of taken a, a, a leadership position on the team. And she uh, she's averaging, I think, around 20 points a game. I, I, I'd have to look. Um, but she's been great. And then uh, Cher Samatsi, um, a, a transfer from LSU, made six threes uh, in, 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 that, in that game earlier in the week. Um, and she's a stud. I mean, and, and then they have... Um, sophomores, uh, Serena Sundell, the Gwynn twins come back that um, are just going to get better as they get older. Um, I think that this year is just kind of a you know, if they can just fight their way back to the tournament, that would be a success. And then you know, uh, Lee's going to come back next year. And I think a lot of the players on this team are going to be able to come back for another year. Mm -hmm. And that kind of sets up uh, for a, a pretty special season next year.
0: I mean, you um, put Gregory but, and Ioka Lee on the same team. My goodness, K-State might look like – they might not just look like a really good team. They might look like a, like a top-ten type of team.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it, they certainly have that potential, especially – I know Gabby Gregory has, has said, our our, uh, our women's basketball beat writer, Zach Loach, um, has said that he intends – that Gregory intends to uh, – to come back after this year and spend her COVID year at K-State, and so that kind of sometimes they would have trouble scoring, um, finding scoring options other than, than Ioka Coley. So I mean, I think really the sky's the limit for them, and it's 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 exciting what, it's, what they do this year. But really, whatever they do this year, it's kind of kind of gravy, um, hmm. kind of leading up to what could be a, a super special.
0: Uh, 2023-24. Now, uh, without putting the cart before the horse, this win over Iowa has to give this K-State team uh, a a lot of... uh, I mean, they certainly know they can beat some of the top teams in the country now. Do they feel... Like, And you know the landscape of Big 12 women's basketball better than I do and how K-State fits into that puzzle, so to speak. What is K-State's prospects for this season uh, and how they'll f- finish in the Big 12? You, you talked about them fighting to get into the tournament. I say if you make the NCAA tournament, you're a really good team. I think people don't realize how hard that is. Uh, what does what does K-State's prospects look like in the Big 12? And, and how does that maybe evolve now that they just beat Iowa? they, they got to be feeling good about themselves.
1: Well, I mean, you're going to have kind of the, the old standard bearers of Baylor and Texas. They're both back, and they're both very good. Um, Iowa State brought just about everyone back. They're very, very good.
0: Who's the girl at and Iowa so- State that's from Kansas that was just killing it?
1: Oh crap and I ran another oh,
0: the my name, goodness. the girl from Opie, I swear like her name's gonna come up and we're gonna remember it instantly
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, but no she and then yeah and I know that Keith state wanted her pretty bad and, and and missed out but um
0: I think the last time you were on your show you were saying that was Jeff mitty's biggest miss uh, as a, in terms of recruiting not that, yeah, that biggest and, biggest one he didn't get that you felt like they were real that it probably was the final two
1: yeah and i i I think that that was the biggest thing missing. From that team last year, which is a consistent scoring threat, which they ironically have now in, in, in Gregory, mm-hmm. and so um, so really, I mean, it's just kind of after those after those three, in case they find a way into that top five.
0: Emily um, Ryan. Emily Ryan was
1: her name. Emily Ryan. There we go. Oh, there we go. Goodness. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I I certainly think that they uh, they have it in a Post play is going to be tough. They just don't have the, the experience and the depth down there that they did whenever they had Iowa Lee. So if you have teams that are long and athletic, like Baylor, like Texas, um, that's probably going to cause a, a fairly significant issue. Uh, luckily, Iowa was much more guard-oriented, and that was uh, easier for kind of K-State to work around some of their deficiencies down low. For sure. Uh, but We'll have to see. Awesome. We will have
0: to see. Tim, stick around. We're going to go to a quick break here on the War Room. Uh, It's a big week for K-State coming up, a big week in college athletics. So I I want to talk about Jerome Tang and how he started with this men's basketball program. And we got to talk about the Sunflower Showdown, a primetime matchup. Tim Everson, the Manhattan Mercury sports editor, the K-State beat writer in Manhattan, Kansas. He's the guest on the War Room this week. He'll be right back here on KLKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Don't go anywhere. We're back here on the War Room here on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Tim Everson, the Iola Register legend. Uh, former sports editor at Iola. He is <laughs> he is now he is now the Manhattan Mercury Sports Editor, the K-State beat writer. Uh, in man based in manhattan tim everson friend of the program welcome back after that break we talked a lot about women's bat the k-state women's basketball team coming off that win against number four iowa in manhattan uh, to start uh this past week we've got to talk about the men's basketball team i'm always going to have a personal love for k-state men's basketball i worked for two years as a men's basketball manager under uh frank martin and two more years under bruce weber uh nothing but love for both of those guys i think both of those guys left very positive marks in the aggregate at K State and now we have Jerome Tang and I will go ahead. I'm going to give an inside story that I haven't told publicly at least not through a media spectrum before and that is when Jerome Tang got hired I asked one guy who I knew would give me the right the the answer an honest answer that had connections to both Bruce Weber and Jerome Tang. I asked Alvin Brooks, who is now the associate head coach at Baylor. I, he was an assistant under Bruce Weber uh, for, for the two for his first two years. I, he was there a little longer, uh, but he uh, he was an assistant under Bruce Weber when I was there in Manhattan. I, I got I developed a good relationship with Alvin Brooks. I uh, so when Jerome Tang got hired as Bruce Weber's replacement, that was where I went. And his response to me was, "If you." Enjoyed if, if you respected what Bruce Weber brought to K State, you're going to respect what Jerome Tang brings to K State. They're, they're two guys that are very, uh, they're all about loyalty. And they very much are people that that want people to be themselves and be the full fullest best version of themselves, and that's what you're going to see in Jerome Tang. And I think we've seen some positive impacts early on. K State sitting at three and zero right now, uh, wins over Rio, Texas Rio Grande Valley, Cal, and UMKC. Tim, you've been you've you've been in the building for two of those games. You uh, and then you got to watch the great and super accessible Pac-12 Network uh, for that. Uh, Game against Cal What's kind of Your early take On what this uh, K-State men's Basketball team Is looking like A lot of new faces On the roster Keontae Johnson Though the transfer Out of Florida Looking good
1: Yeah they uh, They're exciting they're, they're, they're fun to watch They uh, Got a lot of guys That can just jump Right out of the gym um, It's uh, You know If you like If you like Lob dunks And <laughs> I uh, You know Who doesn't Who doesn't Love a good alley-oop you uh you get a, a good dose of that watching K State basketball, but um, it really is remarkable. They only started drum taste continuing after running off some guys, with just Marquise Noel and Ishmael, and then they brought in eleven scholarship players. And so far, I mean, it seems to be gelling pretty well. They're going to have issues. They're going to run into. Uh, they're going to run into some stuff that they're probably not super well suited for, um, but they don't have a super hard non conference and so they're gonna be able to build up a lot of confidence leading into Big Twelve play and then we'll just you know, they they have the athleticism, so I mean it'll be it'll be interesting to see. How that all shakes
0: out. Credit to Jerome Tang too, just filling the filling the roster. A lot of people, you know, the the meme over the offseason, the college basketball offseason, I thought was the LSU men's basketball team because I think they literally lost every single scholarship player to the portal. If not, they lost all but one or two. And a lot of people were ragging on LSU for how many players entered the portal. K State was about in the same situation, just for whatever reason, more quietly at least nationwide credit to Jerome Tank to just filling the roster and you mentioned the 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 non-conference schedule not being that daunting early I don't know if you know this, but there was, a, there was an old football coach at K-State that was legendary for not really having a huge non-conference schedule full of nothing but world beaters, and he turned that program into a pretty successful one, and that was Bill Snyder. I, I, I'm i not saying there's not value in having a hard non-conference schedule. There absolutely is. It's two sides of the same coin, but when you have a program that's in need of a bit of a turnaround, in need of a bit of you know a refreshed identity – let, let's feel good about ourselves, and I think K State men are doing that. Uh, about six minutes left here on the show. Tim, we've got to talk about what I'm sure a lot of people are listening to the show for and wondering why the hell we haven't talked about it yet, and that is K State versus Kansas football. The Sunflower Showdown primetime matchup at seven o'clock. Uh, my dad. Uh, is flying into town. We're going to the Rams Chiefs game in Sunday in Kansas City, but he looked into getting tickets for the K State KU game. And my my dad, who lives in Hawaii and works for the Department of Defense, said tickets are too high right now. It is a it is a come one come all type of event where this is going to be a one of the highest most hyped Sunflower Showdowns in recent memory. Uh, K State coming off two big wins over Baylor. And uh, West Virginia on the road, Uh, they get to come home, and what will certainly be a very electric environment. K State, correct me if I'm wrong. They need this win, a win, and they're into the Big 12 championship game. A loss, and they're almost assuredly not in. I I would imagine they would need very, very significant help. Uh, Take me through.
1: And they're in, and, and if they lose, they also need Texas to lose. Only Texas. Okay. If Texas Who does wins, Texas, Texas they would has have the same record, but they would have the tiebreaker.
0: Who does Texas have this week?
1: They have. That's actually a really good question, and one that I should know off the top of my head. I want to say that it might be Baylor, but I let me check real quick.
0: Well, either way, you're 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 the expert in Manhattan. Give us
1: it is a Baylor. It is Baylor
0: Baylor on Friday. Uh, Baylor just took TCU to the wire too, so that will not be an easy game for either side there. But K-State, KU, uh, K-State looking for a trip to the Big 12 championship game uh, to play a TCU team that they had on the ropes before uh, every single player on scholarship got hurt. Uh, K-State and KU KU having such a turnaround season I don't care what anybody says I root for KU every time they play football Except when they play K-State When KU beat Texas last year I'm sitting with a couple buddies None of us were KU fans A couple of us were K-State fans A couple of us were OU fans We were screaming at our TV Rooting for KU to win that game uh, take me through what what Saturday's matchup is looking like some things to watch and, and just kind of what you're expecting for the type of atmosphere that's going to unfold
1: well it'll be interesting so it'll be I would assume we'll find out for sure on Tuesday but I would assume it's going to be the second straight week that Will Howard's going to be the uh, know he's going to be the starter full time he did a pretty good job at West Virginia he had one or two little mistakes here or there um but I expect him to be able to come in and, and he's really really playing well and has been uh, in, in the in the time that he's been out there all season um, on the flip side uh, you got Jalen Daniels back last week um, but they got I mean it was they just ran into a bus off versus a very talented Texas team that I'm sure was uh, Took a little special interest in making sure that uh, the Kansas Jayhawks <laughs> did not beat them two years in a row, which you know I I, I can understand. Um, but he, I mean, earlier in the season he looked. I mean, he was. You could get Heisman odds. Yeah, yeah really, I was about
0: to say he, he had Heisman mean, He looked
1: incredible. And so, if, you know, if another week goes by and he gets a little bit healthier and is, is able to do a little more, um, that's only going to help them. They have weapons that are. Uh, pretty fearsome. They have multiple running backs that are, you know, some of the best in the Big 12. Um, K State's defense is being fairly solid. They look a little shaky versus West Virginia. They're having some injury trouble in the secondary that they're going to need to get worked out between now and then. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, I, I still like K State. I think that, you know, what people. People could maybe frame this as it has a trap game. Like it gets framed often. If it wasn't for the fact that so much is on the line for K State, it's when and you make it to the Big 12 Championship game. The the number one goal for this team for the entire season. When it's Senior Day, the last time that a lot of seniors—they have a lot of older guys, a lot of 50 year mm-hmm. seniors and just regular seniors on this team. Last time they're going to be getting to play at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. You know, you don't want to be the team that, that breaks the streak to KU. I mean, you don't want to be that. You know, I think it's we're, this would be 14, 13 or fourteen years now. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that team that costs that up. Um, and I think just all of that combined, I, I, I would think that you know this K State team is going to have the motivation needed, I think they have the edge talent-wise, even though KU has much improved, all the credit in the world. To Lance Lightfold I, I, I hope that he's able to find a very, very nice house in the Madison, greater Madison, Wisconsin area whenever he gets to be the uh, new head coach for the Wisconsin Badgers next year. Uh, <laughs> really hoping for that. <laughs> but uh, it, it should be the most intriguing sunflower showdown in Many years
0: tim we got about 30 seconds any parting words anything you want to anything you want to get out there before we head out for the night
1: i do want if, if anyone in the iola area is listening I, I do want to make sure that you understand that i do not think of myself as an iola register legend <laughs> <laughs> there there are much more qualified people that have worked there that have uh are, that are either still working there or have gone on and do great things that are uh much better than me, so don't uh, <laughs> don't don't think
0: that I, I'm putting that on any business. <laughs> well, he just straight up lied to you because that's what I was paid to say at the start at the top of the show. Well, <laughs> Tim, I I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, you are always a welcome guest. Uh, you always are accessible to me when I need help, and I try to reciprocate the same to you. So uh, good luck this weekend. I know it's a big week for you. Uh, a lot of eyes are going to be on uh k-state athletics this week uh i hope you continue to do well manhattan that'll do it for the war room here on KLKC casey radio i'm your host sean fry tim everson the manhattan mercury sports editor and the k-state athletics beat writer uh was our guest this week thank you everybody stay safe and god bless